G'day, g'day. Welcome back to the We The Boys podcast. Uh, we are currently live on Twitch. Welcome to the audio listeners on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, if you're watching, and YouTube as well. Um, we finally we finally did it, thanks to uh, hard work, perseverance, and a large paycheck. Um, <laughs> how do you feel, bro? <laughs> Welcome to the co-host, Al Mancini. A large paycheck, indeed. Um, I'm feeling good, you know. <laughs> This has been definitely something that I enjoy putting my time into. Uh, I feel like you think the exact same. And so we're going to be, you know, continue to rapid fire these podcasts every week. And, uh, you know, as I said, or as he said, yeah. sorry, uh, the audio listener, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Google Podcast, and uh, Twitch and YouTube. Those are now all the platforms that we will be on. Um, if you're, you know, listening right now and you want to tune into the the streams twitch.tv slash mxncini for the time being uh you will get it a couple day early access because we will not have these out till saturday slash sunday um on other platforms so there's an incentive to watch it live you can also interact with us ask questions if things like that so uh you know maybe we'll see you here or you know keep listening and yeah, it doesn't affect us as long as you enjoy what we're doing yeah um all right so Today's a kind of a, a cool episode, uh, kind of to hint into the topic. Today we're going to be talking about the SCP Foundation. Um, it has kind of blown up in the last two years over the period of time where it's just uh, it's supposedly a completely fictional thing, but it has developed such a large fan base that people are starting to theorize whether or not it's actually true just because of, you know, the things with like UFO showing and, you know, other such things. So that's going to be what we're diving into today. Uh, Sal and I both have our own sorts of research. And yep. let me tell you, this shit took for fucking ever. Like, I had been researching all the last week since we had discussed it. Yes. Like, it's a lot of information. Um, it, it should be a pretty good podcast episode. And we're thinking we're going to develop it, this into multiple parts because I think Sal and I both kind of got hooked into it really easily. Um, so, yeah. That's that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna pass it over to Sal so we can do the general media real quick. So I will say, Logan, I did forget to tweet the stream. You did? Um, so you know people <laughs> were gonna watch it live. Out now, Jack. Yeah, I just tweeted out now. But um <laughs> to everybody who tunes in now, you know. Much appreciated and all that good stuff. Um Okay, let me shrink this down because this is very very bright. Uh, blinding right so obviously general media um we kind of you know take a subject that's happened in the media and uh kind of strews towards our topic and so i would like to say that scp foundation is kind of similar to i guess you could say uh conspiracy theories uh you would agree yes of course, i would say yeah so especially with the population it has now yeah so I uh, was looking at recent uh, conspiracy theories for our general media. Some of them are really stupid. Um, but this one I thought was stupid and kind of funny in the fact that some people think this way. So let me go into this. Uh, the conspiracy theory is uh, the QAnon. Now, apparently this has taken like a huge traction lately. And I this is the first time me researching is the first time I've ever heard of it. So... Yeah, basically, I was reading into this, and they—they're um, a huge support group that they came out on. They started posting on like social media, and that uh, 
that um sorry that all these like higher ups in the government are like and uh celebrities that they're satan worshiping elites who run a child sex ring and basically all this crazy shit and now like <laughs> like yeah like a bunch of crazy shit and they're trying to control our po- politics and media because they're satan worshipers and yada 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 bullshit bullshit um and what i thought was really funny about this because what they then said next is that this group they idolize trump as not like they don't idolize him as like a president they think he's god and is going to save them from this group of elite satan worshiping child sex ring leaders so basically apparently these people think that donald trump is going to take down the u.s government and um every celebrity so i mean i'd believe it to be honest i could see it happening you seen just, that too, bro there's no way that thing like i bet you when the wind blows you just fucking devil horns popping out of his fucking head <laughs> dude I, i'm just really? gonna this, mind this, this, is, like, this is our american society. they're after tom hanks and Pope Why? Francis. They're after Pope Francis. What? He's in the Vatican. They think that he is part He's of this. literally the most holy person. They, that's what, they think that Pope Vatican er, Pope Vatican, they think Pope Francis is a Satan worshiper. Pope oh, Francis. Man. It's the Pope. They they think he's He's literally Sal's namesake. He's the Pope. And they, they think he's a Satan worshiper. And they think that he's running I mean I it's possible he could be running a child sex ring, but like Satan worshiper? Come on. Wasn't there a whole thing with Pope Francis like liking some models? Yeah, I saw uh, that. Instagram thing. My guy. My man. Homie was getting, homie was getting lit, bro. He was on his demon time. Um, Listen, on top of them saying that they run a child sex ring, they also think that this group kills and uh, eats their victims to extract life-extending chemical called adronochrome. I'm not even sure if that's even a fucking thing. Basically, they think that eating, like, they they supposedly, you know, the child sex ring they have, they eat these children, and they, they, I don't even know how to put this into words, that's how mind blown I am. They, they eat these children, and they prolong their life, basically. They have the eternal fountain of youth, because they're eating children. So, that's that. That's... No chance. They also Yo, think that <laughs> you want to put this to the test. We can pull some MythBusters type shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't do that. We can't do that. We will not be eating children for the namesake of this. Uh, no, 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 no. We don't condone. We don't condone eating child on the podcast. Um. There, see, here's the thing. There, this goes into a lot more, and it it starts to tie in other conspiracy theories, which is why I just wanted to focus on the Q and on part. They talk about yeah. that you know 9/11 was an inside job. That's been a conspiracy theory for how long? They talk about UFOs, the assassination of JFK. All these things have already been, you know, conspiracy theories for a while. But they think that Trump was not. Trump didn't want to be. They say that Trump didn't want to be president. They said that top military generals recruited him in there because he is the savior. Um, no, but there is something worse. Didn't like the leader of the KKK follow? It was like it was like the, all right. So it was the, during the 2016 election when it was Hillary versus Trump, and mm-hmm. I believe there was like a thing going around that uh, the leader, the CEO of the Lizard Squad, had followed Hillary Clinton 
and like the leader of the KKK joined or er, followed uh, Trump on Twitter, and it was like this big fucking bout about it. And so it was like the racists are putting Trump in office. So it's like this whole conspiracy theory that like all the everybody's racist. I, I did see that. Trump. I saw that. I saw that Trump like was followed by. They say that KKK and Trump have a deal, and I don't know. <laughs> so I don't want to. It's not going to get into that shit. But like, yeah. Basically, QAnon is uh is whack. They they think that Trump will take over the Pope, um, all the you know political parties inside of the government. And all the celebrities. I don't think he's going to do anything. I don't I think, don't he's think do so either. Fucking Twitter's still banned. He's I, still I, not active on Twitter. He can. He's used for Twitter fingers. That's about it. Um, yeah, that's literally all he is. He's literally just comedy for the people to make fun of. My my whole perspective on that uh, QAnon is fucking stupid. Um, if you think one man is one like going to take over the fucking government, and how are you going to tie in the the Pope? Okay. Um, I can understand, you know, the U.S. government and, like, the celebrities in the U.S., but then you went and attacked Pope Francis, which I can't stand for anymore, okay? That is just yeah, attacking dude. me, personally. The Pope is literally the guy, like, he is literally the most holy person on the planet. He would As, not be in aside his from when he was, you know, Satan. Aside from when he was liking those Instagram models posts. But, uh, hey, look, everybody's got their demon time. Doesn't mean they're a demon. Demon time, for sure. Um, but I do want to say, <laughs> Devin, thank you for the sub. I appreciate that. 21 months. That's actually insane. It's almost three, uh, two years. Uh, Bagger, what's going on? Welcome to the, welcome to the podcast. But yeah. Welcome, welcome, boys. Uh, QAnon is... QAnon, huh? QAnon. So, is, so you're saying that the whole premise is that QAnon believes that Trump is the like almighty. Kind they, of. they basically look at him as a god. And I think that's why they take Pope Francis and put him into this ring because... Like, if you're going to figuratively think about something, right? If you're going to look on this earth and say, who's the closest thing to God? Not necessarily closest thing to God, but like, you know, the Pope is everything. Everything about him is religious. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of... Yeah. He's the holy person. Exactly. Like, he's the direct link. So, if you're going to look at, at, at this guy like God, you're going to take away anything else that could resemble that. So, of course, you're going to tear down Pope Francis and anybody else that's of power inside the U.S., which is the whole government. So, this whole this whole group's thoughts is that apparently Trump is, is that they're the taking almighty. way too much math. oh guaranteed they're yeah. on, they got to be on drugs or they 100%. or these are people they they fell asleep one time had a dream and they were like this dream's gonna come true i'm gonna believe it for the rest of the end like, yeah they're just alex jonesing the whole thing yeah um jesus fucking christ dude, I, I can't stand it, like i said when i was looking at you know conspiracy theories within the last two years a lot of them have been really stupid um, this was really stupid, yeah. but just everything involved, I was like, no way, I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, dude. I'm at a loss for words, to be honest. It's fucking dumb. Like, oh, why? Very. Why? Why? I, like, there, I, I I've heard don't some get pretty it. fucking stupid things. You know, there was, a, there was a thing that the lizard people communicate with us through math, uh, math addicts. Did you know that that was, that was a conspiracy theory? So you're telling me that meth addicts have no clue what they're saying half meth the time. Meth addict are no. communicating from Lizard Squad. No, not Lizard Squad. Lizard people. It's like a. It's like their version of aliens. It was like the, it's a, it's this whole thing rooting back that if there are, are aliens on like extraterrestrial life, they're gonna look like fucking reptiles. And nice. and the only way that they communicate and study through us is through meth addicts because nobody would believe a meth addict. <laughs> look, the the reason is solid. I wouldn't believe a meth addict either unless they started speaking some real fucking woke shit. 
I'm not gonna. What, even what would a meth addict have to say to you that's so woke that you would be like, "Yo, this dude spit"? <laughs> like, what I, does a meth addict know. have to tell you? I, I don't know. Because I, I don't think I'm listening to a meth addict no matter what he says to me. I don't know. I feel like they have. They might have something like mediocrely interesting to say. But it's a meth addict, so I feel like anything that he would say <laughs> to me automatically just gets put in a lies box. Like I'm just chalk that up, move on, go next, because like. No shot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like he starts talking about some like crazy ideal that you like are like, whoa, I've thought about that before. See, you know, <laughs> then I'd be like, shit, I might be a meth addict too, and then that's what things really start going downhill. And then you're just then you're gonna start disregarding it, your own thoughts to like nothing. Everything I think for the rest of the time is just not. That's the meth addict in me. That's not me talking. <laughs> it just goes into a downhill spiral. I don't know, but basically, I've heard some crazy fucking conspiracy theories i've never heard there's definitely i I didn't even know QAnon. what QAnon was yeah me neither until i did the research i had no clue who they were um but yeah i I, guess the more you know right fucking hell i I, i'm starting to think that thanos is right more and more every day (laughs) QAnon probably thinks that trump's taking out thanos too so can't stand it here i feel like that's right. enough q anon talk because they they're just i really want to get into that <laughs> i the just SCP. i literally lost my brain cells all I, right <laughs> i didn't have a lot to begin with but they're they're definitely gone now yeah they're gone all right uh let's go ahead and uh like we said we're gonna wrap right into the scp foundation speaking of conspiracy theories um so i'll ask you some questions towards the end of this since we don't really have a lot of questions anyways um because we chalked it yeah um uh, I have I have some questions for you at the end of this whole thing, and we'll 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 discuss it together. All right. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. All right. So I decided since I had uh, I had initially started the idea um, that we should look into the SCP Foundation that I would do the overview, um, just because I feel like it's kind of necessary to understand for people who don't know what it is. Yeah. To like have kind of a background of it. So basically, the way that I described the SCP Foundation is a mix of Doctor Who, Doctor Who and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the same kind of thing to protect the world from anomalies that they're not ready to see yet, and the anomalies themselves are not ready to face the world. Um, and I said Doctor Who because there are a few things, a few SCPs in there that are inspired from Doctor Who, but they're, they have their own little twist to it. So it's like, you know, crazy-ass fucking things that can be physically anything, and they have uh, essentially a governmental group um, that's there to secure and protect and contain those SCPs. So, as I said, the SCP Foundation is a global a global organization that specializes in anomalies that are foreign to the world as we know it. These anomalies can be physically anything and can do just about anything you can imagine. It stands for secure to secure anomalies from the hands of those who are in danger or could use uh, to cause harm with them. Contained to contain these anomalies, preventing leak in the system and keeping the world safe from the effects of these anomalies, because there are some that are dangerous, dangerous, or some that could spark a spark uprising. For example, oh, would be the SCP-500, which is a pill that can cure every illness and disease, and there's a limited number of them. And I, so with that in mind, could you imagine? I got a baggie of, of them if you want some. Cause? Yeah, you reckon? Is it meth? Yeah, no, I got a baggie of the SCP-500 right here. So, like, if anybody needs any, uh, contact <laughs> me. Uh, I'll sell them for cheap. Three grand a pill. Uh, but pill. I, I think I read online that they said that there was only 11 left in the world. 
So we got nine of them. Like I said, if you can, if you can imagine that it was in the world, just ran randomly found around and it was well known. Could you imagine the fucking uproar it would cause? Oh, like 100%. it would just be, it would, it would be insane. Riots. It would cause just wars that would cause wars. Yeah. So they contain them, protect and uh, prevent leaks in the system and prevent the effects from being out in the world and causing uprising and to protect, protecting the peace and all the lives of all at no matter the cost. So um, I spent about four and a half hours trying to figure out what the canonical story was about the foundation. And I was basically given the runaround. Um, so my conclusion that I came to is the story is there is no tangible story. It's left up to your own beliefs of what you believe is real and what is not. Because there are things in SCPs or into the canonical story that's been redacted, expunged, or just completely blacked out like it's among government shit. So yeah. we do not, we as the reader do not have full access to the information that is being written. And it's left up to the people uh, of much higher clearance. And my, uh, what I wrote was about the O5 Council. And the O5 Council basically is, it's the level five clearance council. Um, they're the highest level in the SCP Foundation. And they have access to all information, and they are so secretive and lucrative that they don't even use their names when talking to each other. They refer to themselves as zero uh, 0051 through 0513. They have 13 council members. Um, in the story, they also mention an administrator who is apparently the creator of the of the SCP Foundation. Um, and yeah, so basically, you're you you are being left out of a lot of important information that would this like let you know what the scp foundation is really about um but a way you can kind of get more inferencing details is um through the class d like archives mm -hmm. um the the class d the d class personnel is basically there are um inmates that are either on death row or have done some serious crimes that are basically being used as lab rats and they're they're being thrown in with these scps to figure out if they're dangerous what they do how do we contain them what do they eat all the fucking details about the SCP Foundation is being found out through D-class personnel. So that's the gray area. You know, they're trying to protect the lives of all, but they're also sacrificing lives to for their own gain. <clears throat> so like I said, you can figure out more details on them if you go into the D-class archives and figure out what the survivors have to say about it, what they were found uh, doing. Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot it's definitely yeah. a lot uh, yeah it's it's as it's a logan lot. said we're so, gonna be breaking this into parts because it's a lot yeah and we enjoy we're gonna research. do more and more information yeah it was yes. it was a lot of fun I um so yeah like i said pretty fucked up um what they do you can actually read how fucked up it is by looking through the archives and the people who survived there finally there are scp there are how the scps are classed there are three main categories to describe the scp it is categorized by how difficult it is to maintain um said scp so it's not about how dangerous they are. It's about how easy they are to contain. Um, just keep that in mind because in the descriptions and stuff, you'll see that it, it's true. Um, so the first one is called safe. These SCPs are considered safe because they require little effort and resources to contain. They do not have any special requirements or procedures to contain that SCP, and you can they cannot leave on their own accord. Um, that doesn't mean that they are not dangerous or life-threatening. They just cannot cause harm of its own free will. It has to have um, an interaction or yes. uh, it has to be engaged. It's, it can be anything. Um, it wouldn't yeah. just go on a rampage on its own. In no, its own free it, it's will. not, it's not going to destroy the world on like yes. in Unless the blink of an eye kind of thing. Yes. 
Yeah. So they don't even require uh, surveillance most of the time. They have people check up on it, but in reality, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't require a lot of effort to contain. So next is uh, Euclid, and these SCPs are considered unpredictable and sporadic because they are not fully understood. They require some resources to cont contain because they can be harmful to others. <clears throat> they require constant uh, watch to contain them. These are the largest classification of SCP because if they don't particularly fit into a different category like uh, the next one or safe, they throw them in here. Um, the class itself uh, is usually the start of the class of sapient, sentient, or autonomous SCPs because of its inherent ability to act on its own and be unpredictable. Um, so an example of it would be... Uh, we'll, get, we'll get into it. We have the examples. Um, and then finally, we have Keter. Uh, this is extremely difficult to ca uh, contain because of the lack of technology or understanding of how to do so or because of the size of the uh, SCP itself. Yes. Um, so it could be like, there are SCPs that are entire oceans, forest. the entire ocean or body of water or a yes. forest, and you can't really contain it to a full degree, not reliably. Um, the Keter does not mean it's dangerous. It just means that it's hard to reliably contain said SCP. Note, a fucking lot of them are dangerous, though. <laughs> like... Oh yeah. Like really oh really yeah. dangerous. <laughs> like the ones that are safe are dangerous. So just put that in your like yeah, safe. Like, literally is everything is dangerous to a degree. Yes. Um so something to keep in mind is that we will it is nearly impossible to, to completely dive into the SCP uh foundation in its entirety in one sitting, so we've decided to break it up into parts just to see how long it will take us to finish the lore, along with the fucking seven thousand SCPs to read about. Yeah, there's seven thousand. Um and without further ado. Let's get into some examples of SCPs. Would you like to start? Sounds good. I, uh, you want to start from safe and move our way up? Yep, that's what I planned on. All right, perfect. I guess we are we going to do all, all six of ours? Because, I mean, I didn't delete any of my stuff. I was thinking maybe we go my safe, your safe, my Euclid, your Euclid. And then we do... And then Keter okay, that's fine. at the end. Um, okay, so I kind of picked this one more as a troll because of the name, I will okay. say. Uh, SCP-31, and the name of SCP-31 is What is Love? Alright, so what the fuck is love, right? That's that's my thoughts. Yeah. Um, so, a little bit of the description on SCP-31. It's an, uh, an amorphous organism with a mass of 75 kilograms. It's able to move 3 kilometers an hour and leaves a trail of oil. Basically, they have a picture of uh, SCP-31, and it just, like... Looks like a big ass blob, basically. It's just a big blob. And in the picture, it's uh, yeah. holding hands and kissing somebody. So that was, you know, Word. interesting. Um, okay. Basically, <laughs> so <laughs> SCP 31, it's seen individuals in its past, right? So, like, somebody that it knew and had a romantic attraction with. So, say, like, it strolls into a room and it sees Logan. Like Logan's a good looking dude. So I already know SCP-31 is gonna see that. And uh, what they do, what SCP-31 does is it claims that person. And it'll attempt to persuade the person and allow it to stay with them forever. And uh, what happens is SCP-31 basically will go rogue if you deny that. <laughs> so like, if Logan's like, yo, get away from me, blob. Like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, Logan's kind of fucked. Kind of fucked. Okay. Like, okay, so how, how fucked are we talking here? Um, so like, SCP I have a chance to fight for my life and get out, or am I going to be 
eaten like a bob from bob or oh uh, no yeah you're yeah, yeah you're yeah. getting eaten and you're getting taken back to the nest um and basically Word. what it says here is the last person that they they had going on with scp 31 uh the s the nest that it had was 18 different hotel rooms in one hotel building so it was getting around what? um yeah so Dude. a lot of this stuff has been redacted but it's classified as safe because you know it's kind of easy to contain because it's just a blob but yeah it's a uh, telepathic it's visual like obviously visual uh it can uh sorry trying to formulate a sentence here uh it can reproduce human <laughs> speech in any pitch or tone so like what basically so it say, could sound like a female if it was talking to a male yeah and like what it also could do um <laughs> what it could also do is say like say logan's girlfriend right it sees logan and his girlfriend this thing could take the shape of logan's girlfriend and produce the same pitch and sound as logan's girlfriend that would be fucking terrifying. I'm going to question my girlfriend every fucking day of the week now. And yeah, basically <laughs> SCP-31 will lure you in its nest and you're done. Uh, it, it keeps okay. you as long as it wants to. And once it's sick of you, just like girls, gets rid of you. But in a horrible way. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. SCP-31 was, was interesting. Oh, this is the same by juice. <laughs> for everybody that wants to know why I don't <laughs> talk to anybody... <clears throat> Is because that uh -huh. this situation right here, <laughs> and this is why I don't talk to girls, um, because of this situation right here. Fun fact. Word. Uh, Izzy, you called Tech on our last podcast, or on the podcast. I, I, we speak facts. Uh, have an open Twitch in months. We do, Welcome we do back, in, baby. Welcome we do back. In, uh, we do in fact speak facts. Uh, okay. If you would like to do um, your safe. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So this, uh, I'm going to choose this one because this one actually has a pretty good story behind it. It, it kind of ties into what, like, it gives you a hint of some of the lore. Um, okay. So this is SCP-28, and its name is Knowledge. So it is not a, uh, a, a being of anything. It is an area, um, like, by like, it's like, 20 feet long, right? or 20 feet in surface area, or something like that. Fuck it, I know. But basically, they quarantine it off by putting a giant stone fucking building around it. And if you are uh, in the center of that area for three to six seconds, it gives you the total knowledge of any random subject. And it has side effects along with it. So it's kind of like, uh, like having a fucking wizard in your head tell you something and then giving you a fucking headache right after it. Because that's the, the price okay. it is for the price you pay having for the knowledge. said information. Yeah, so the more profound the subject, the harsher the side effects. It is harmless on its own, thus deduced as a safe class because it cannot leave on its own accord, and it doesn't inherently cause, like, life You have to damage. be inside the center for it to really yes. act, so be safe. Yes, the side effects are different levels of headaches. Uh, as stated, the more profound, the more intense the headache. Let me pull up the, uh, the story of it. Now, I have a question on that. Okay. What's up? If... Say it gives you a random, it gives you the knowledge of a random test subject or a random subject, correct? So, like, say somebody has a a lower IQ level, or a lower knowledge level than somebody else, and it gives it their their level of knowledge. Would that decrease their knowledge, or is that unknown? Um, so 
basically from what i understand is it like i said it's completely random it could give you the entire life story of uh music theory mm-hmm. like it could give you the entire knowledge of music theory even though you had no idea what it was or and even how to start it um it could be to other scps that are unknown that you had not been uh formally introduced to it it, it can be literally anything like it could That's be about the history of the fucking toaster like it it does not matter so obviously the history of the toaster it might be extensive but it's not necessarily profound yeah. so it would you'd probably get a little headache from it but if it was like an scp that could destroy the world and you knew the entire information of it or if it gave information about the o5 council yes so uh the document so the cool thing is about the scp foundation they actually have a added added the fucking i don't know some latin fucking word to basically describe that uh stories of of subjects that were exposed to it and how they reacted so this was subject 112 um the subject began to cry and went into the fetal position, showing signs of high distress, unresponsive to questioning and outside stimulus for several days, lapsed into catatonia shortly after stating, this is not life. The subject passed into a coma and died shortly thereafter. Um, I, I guess it was whatever he learned was not very good. Um, so then the next one, this is the one that kind of goes into the lore a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the subject 127 agent, it's been blocked out, so we don't know the agent's name. Accidentally was exposed to SCP-28. Agent showed signs of sudden surprise and bemusement. When questioned, agent requested a moment, a moment to gather my thoughts, please. After several seconds, agent laughed, shook his head, removed his pistol from his shoulder. Agent then shot and wounded one of the doctors that was on site and killed a, uh, other ag- and another two agents. Before being restrained, post-incident interrogation, a- the revealed agent, had extensive knowledge of classified foundation activities and several SCP objects that he had not been previously exposed to, including uh, SCP-2669. So they obviously hide the names of these people yeah. uh, because the doctors have a higher uh, status and and such. And, you know, it's left to you to believe, like, question, what the fuck, what, what the fuck did he know about the foundation? So that's why I said there's no tangible story because we don't know the story, but we know that the SCP Foundation is a, a very, very gray area in terms of what they do. Um, but like I said, it, it could literally be anything. Um, these two subjects in particular had some pretty severe experiences. Um, and yeah, yeah. It makes you wonder what did he learn to make him kill like five people? Oh, yeah, to take aggression on like that. Because when you were starting to say, as soon as you said took his pistol, I was assuming uh, shot himself uh, due to headaches. I thought headaches. so, too, when I started reading it. Um, but clearly he, yeah, he's got some extensive knowledge. And I'm I'm wondering if uh, they're going to be able to find a way to secure that knowledge from him and figure out what he exactly knows, which they probably well, did. It, it and seems it, like they won't tested, yeah. And they won't tell us because, you know, that's it's high-class information. It takes the fun out of it. Yep. Exactly. But, um, so one thing to also keep in mind, too, is this story was written in around 2007, and this is still going on 13 years later. So we haven't dove into everything yet. Um, this is just series one of seven that has been written thus far. Yeah. So there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot yes. more we don't know about yet. Okay, so um, I guess we can time, move into the Euclid. Yeah. Oh, what's for up? For the next time that we, um, that we do like the next part of this i'm gonna need that yeah that uh 
link where you got all the subjects because I actually never, I didn't see that. So that's very interesting how subjects reacted to certain uh, SCPs. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, especially what I and looked up now, the, I'll look back into that. Yeah, um, it, the, the wiki website that I had used, um, it, it even had like a pretty good like stable it like has it actually has pictures of everything i don't i know the website we used didn't always have pictures of things yeah, not but this one has pictures of everything and it gives like way more extensive descriptions and then has a lot more uh um stories about what happened so gotcha. yeah we should definitely look into that more often because i think that's the actual official website where things are being updated constantly okay would you like um, me to start yeah, my good. uh yeah go ahead Euclid. this will be the good euclid class all right so Basically, the next one that I have actually went with one of the safes I chose because um, they sort of correlated. And that's, I removed that because we decided to do one safe each. Um, but this is SCP-184. Uh, it's called the Architect. And basically, SCP-184 is like a black round ball. And it's got holes in every single side. Like, it's, uh, the shape is... Um, Trying to think of a word, a dodecahedron, and it's got like, m like everything that has like kind of like a, a face on it because it's almost round, but it's not exclusively round. It's got some sides. Yeah, there's a lot of geometrical shapes inside of it. Yeah, and on all the sides of it, on each corner, there's another like smaller ball, and basically, okay, um, the smooth metal object can, if it's like inside of an enclosed structure, it can change and alter the whole inner structure of that like say you lock it in a room it can start changing the couch shape couch form couch placement uh as well as you know lights bed whatever basically it can pull up to my room and you know my room my setup four years ago it, it could give me it, the setup i have now. my room out yeah, exactly like but there's also been times where expansions have continued and the rooms have been tripled or it's shrunk them and completely just obliterated a room gone from existence okay so it's, so it's unpredictable unpredictable yes and uh it can if it's outside on its own not an enclosed subject it can start to create wholly new rooms it can create buildings um basically anything like that and it's it's not like limited to what it can like it's not like oh it builds everything out of metal wood etc no it can do glass glass books wooden microwave like it it can have things that shouldn't be like a wooden microwave, glass books. Like they should not be certain uh, materials for certain things. But it can change the alter of that. And, you know, you can have an all glass setup, an ice setup. Like it, it can alter. Raw, no yeah, it would. But um, <laughs> basically it's, uh, it's changed so many things from like cardboard boxes to full rooms. Um, That's kind of cool though that like. And that's the, it fucking mind boggles me that people come up with this shit like on the yeah, regular. I know. It's like what insane. the fuck. <laughs> but um, the reason why that it went with my other SCP, I don't remember exactly what number it was. I believe it was um, I want to say one. I'm not even sure now. Seventy three, maybe something like that. But uh, basically. The SCP is called the Infinite Maze, and it's a it's a safe because the actual like door to go into the labyrinth is just like a door frame. Like there's no like take Monsters Inc. where they just have the doors moving constantly. 
It's like that. Yeah. There is no, you know, wall with the door on. There's no building with a door. It's, no, it's, it's just a wall frame. or just a door frame. Yeah. And now when you go inside of the door, what it will do is it'll take you to, uh, say three people enter, say me, you, and somebody else enter at the same time, same door. Mm-hmm. We'll enter in three different rooms inside of the labyrinth. And there is That's no track back and every door you go into takes you into another thing. So if you do end up in the same room, when you go in that next door, you will end up in opposite room. There was a guaranteed chance or guaranteed that you will not be in the same room every time you open the same door. It's kind of crazy. And the reason why they're connected is because they want to try to take SCP-184 and bring it inside of the infinite labyrinth and see if it can change structure inside of the labyrinth or make it grow to where then they can start uh, looking deeper into it and figuring out certain things inside of the, the labyrinth. Oh, itself. that's a cool idea. So they're connected in a way. Yeah, they want to, they want to, because I've seen a couple of other things that take certain SCPs and they want to use those SCPs in uh, other things. Like they want to bring it to site 19, which uh, is I'm not exactly site, sure. I think. I, I think so too. But I think it also has their weaponry and other things there as well. And they don't want it into site 19 because if it goes in and changes things to nothing, they lose everything they have for defenses. So yeah. it's never allowed there, but they do want to test certain things. They want to, they do like have it written down that they do want to bring it to certain things that even though it's considered never bring it there right now, they want to test it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's, impre- it's unpredictable. Excuse me. And, um, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, it's an all, me- <laughs> all metallic ball, like random room. And it, it basically affects the space-time continuum because it can completely obliterate a room and send it somewhere like that. Just you could be in a room, yeah, the whole you could room walk could collapse the room and, and walk out, and then it's in the fucking middle of the ocean. Exactly. It, it's Jesus just kind of crazy, and it's like a highly magnetic, unknown material. Okay, that's so, cool though. That's a cool, yeah, very that's interesting, a unique. Yeah, it's a unique, non-dangerous fucking. Uh, well, unique. it is dangerous. So, well, not like gonna fucking kill you on the off the rip kind of thing it's not sentient um, it doesn't have the ability to just kind of fuck you kill you yeah but it yeah. could crush you uh, with so a on accident. now that true <laughs> um <laughs> so that just brought up a good point um the whole thing with mixing up uh uh scps i do have one that i'll probably bring up after we finish um okay. our set just because this is one of the unique categories that is in there um, but anyways, I just wanted to uh, bring up some things because I remember you were asking about like uh, what kind of subjects in specific are we talking about here for the previous safe class, the knowledge uh, circle. Um, so I found another thing and basically it can be every phone book entry for New York City in 1998. That's a total that was that's considered a subject. Uh, the location and keys for a Buick LeSabre. The proper method of care for mole rat colony. Um, origin and history of 12 SCP objects, which is fucking nuts to know. That's a lot of knowledge. Yeah, I bet you Imagine gaining that nerd. knowledge, like, not being a part of the SCP Foundation at all. With no yeah. knowledge of it, gaining that knowledge. And then uh, it says, geological structure of Earth beneath Greenland, including several unknown caves and uh, something that was expunged. So that was that's literally how broad and when I mean it can be fucking anything, it can be anything. Gotcha. Um, so I'm kind of deciding which two I want to do. 
Do you want to rapid fire my Euclid? So do my second one too and switch to yours, or do you want to do one, 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 one? Well, because the one that the one of them is one that a lot of people would probably know. His name is Peanut, but he's called the Sculpture. Um, he's actually in the Containment Breach game, but the other one has a pretty heavy and dark backstory. Well, because that's what I'm saying. Do you want me to like? I just did my 184. Do you want to do your next Euclid, or do you want me to do my next? <clears throat> Let's see where the time takes us uh, when we finish up the first round of it, and if we have plenty of time, we can run through our second ones too. Sound good? Oh yeah, we're deep in this. All right, uh, SCP-973. Um, I, I forget what the name for it was. I don't know, but basically, it's composed of two entities. Uh, 973-1 is a 1970s police officer in the state. Uh, police. Uh, sorry, a 1970s police cruiser in the state of disrepair with dense cracked windshield, etc. Basically, it looks like it's dog shit. Um. And 973-2 is a white male in his late 40s wearing a police uniform dating back to the same time as the police cruiser. Activates when going a certain speed in a U.S. state road that has been expunged from us. Um, and, yeah, probably. It can, range, <laughs> it can activate in any range anywhere from 35 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour. When, it's, when active, it chases the target vehicle with sirens at a high speed and has a sound playing on loop. And it says run explicitive delete. So I'm guessing it was not a very nice cop. Oh no no no! Not no, like a particular no. group of people. Yeah, I got. I get what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah, it was it was deleted from us because probably wasn't very good. Um, they do not state the percentage of people that was killed. It had been redacted from us. Um, and like who had survived it didn't give us a very good ratio. Um, though the remains of 34 people and 19 cars are found in a six kilometer radius. Of the spot, the range of damage done includes evisceration, R-word, and ca uh, cases of damage by impact to the point of beyond visual recognition. Holy shit! Um, five survivors were found and have varying degrees of mental trauma. Capture has uh, failed, and nine agents were killed. The field agents are basically the people that are out in the world trying to find these anomalies. Yep. Um. It said the SCP-973 appeared to be wounded but not incapacitated, and the subject reappeared nine days later with what was described as red eyes and a mouth that was literally just a black hole. That is some fucking scary shit. And I note, on this is only a Euclid class. That's what I'm saying. Like, some of these, upon reading them, it's like... They are way more dangerous than you yeah, think. <laughs> like, yeah, like, the Euclid like class he are hella something dangerous. That doesn't really... Yeah. Like, you described something that was, like, it was cool, but it was also kind of dangerous. This literally just kills people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, this literally just kills people. That's some crazy shit. And it, it's unpredictable because the range of speeds vary. Yeah. But uh, I'm guessing it didn't like a very particular race. Oh, definitely not. It was definitely um, a racist SCP. Yeah. But, but um... I, I didn't mention, it didn't say what the, like, the uh, demographics were for the people killed. Yeah, it was just kind of, so, you could tell off. It was just kind of everywhere. Yeah. There was no set place. No, I guess he just bottom. really wanted to say that yes, word. Yeah, yep. And just, got it. Yeah. Get what you're putting down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was the Euclid class, and that's like just the surface of it. But and he gave a really cool idea, and I gave a really murderous one. I feel like then I should go with uh, another murderous. 
heater class. Oh, I got one for you too. Because the one I was going to do is kind of uh, world ending, but it's interesting. But now that you're going okay. off murdering, I think I might switch something to me and you are pretty familiar with. Especially okay. you. And uh, that is SCP-169, the Leviathan. Something that mm. Logan is, is very, very familiar with. But um, because of its size, it'll never be contained. They said on there it is almost certainly never going to be contained. Um, yeah, it would be nowhere impossible. It's, there's no structure on Earth large enough or strong enough to contain SCP-169. Uh, is it about the size of a, what, what is it called? Uh, Jormungandr, the, the snake that wraps around the world? Like how how big is this? Is the size? It's uh, eight thousand kilometers. Oh, that's a big fucking beast. Okay, so not quite as large as Normagander, but it's it's quite the being. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> it's a it's a beast. Um, but basically, they said the location is not known, but they are using imaging satellites and analysis of the eccentricities in the Earth's orbit to suggest where it is located. They're saying it's currently located in the uh, southern Atlantic Ocean. Probably spre- stretching around the tip of so- South America. So if anybody in the stream and or watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google, um, if you're from yeah, South you America, it, be careful. And uh, yeah, get any <laughs> videos you can. Yeah, we need the footage. Content, so, boys, content. Basically, it's uh, like the little descriptions they have. Like I don't know if you're doing it on the phone, but if you go online, they have like kind of little triangles that have different things that, it's uh, it's alive. It's aquatic. It's invertebrate, uncontained, arthropod. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just a overall beast. And has, has there been any like killings, like mass killings? So what does it do? Basically, what I was about to get into, aside from, I would say, it's not going to be murderous and killing because it's in the ocean. But. Um, it can't. It doesn't just limit itself to ocean destruction. It can move so fast that it causes tsunamis, earthquakes. Um, oh, so it's cataclysmic. It's yes. Yep. Yep. This motherfucker is bad. Uh, it moves quick <laughs> this enough. This guy just says a whole country. <laughs> and on it top of that, mean to. the uh, the sea level has been rising. So, because the sea level is rising, I guess, long time, it was in the uh, pre-Cambrian era, is when it first existed. Um, And nothing is known about its habits, such as, like, reproductive capabilities, food source, nesting. Um, Yeah, because it can't even fucking contain it. (laughs) Like, how can you find anything out? And basically, when this thing breathes, it releases seismic tremors. Starts earthquakes by breathing. Yes, it's it's just breathing causes earthquakes. Um, yeah, I, no wonder nobody can get fucking close to it, dude. Could you imagine one flip of its fin and it just fucking kills you? But one thing is, though it does, it can move fast. It's actually very slow moving. So, like, if it's just going, it moves in less than one kilometer per per week. Yeah, but you got to think that's a large fucking beast. 8,000 kilometers going moving in one kilometer per week. That's fucking massive. That is a large fucking animal. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. It's breathing can also. Yeah, uh, if you guys can find that, please, please, <laughs> please, please get a video. 
It also, the breathing can uh, cause shifts to the island's terrain. So, you know, if you're on an island and your house right. is in one location one day and it breathes next to your house, like that thing's across the island the next. Imagine if the Kami house was like right next to the Leviathan, bro. You know what the Kami house is? <laughs> What's the Kami house? From Dragon Ball, Master Roshi. No clue, Chief. What? Listen, yeah, I watched bad. Dragon Ball when I was a child and I wasn't really into it. You guys are the ones that it's got me in anime Goku, recently. That's where Goku was, uh, where Goku was raised. Oh. The house. The little house on the island. Imagine if that fucking Leviathan just popped up. It would have had him relentlessly. They would have had the Leviathan all the way relentlessly. Back to the fucking beerus. Yeah. Guaranteed. But, Fair um. Well, <laughs> I got something for you. There's a lot of, like, things that are redacted on here that they have, like, um, coordinates to where the sounds have been emanated from the low frequency sounds okay so they have like a kind of a they're trying to have you know tabs on it yeah and uh i guess they have seen its head and that's all they've seen that's terrifying and they're saying that this the noise that it makes needs to be stopped by any means necessary so somehow somewhere they're gonna have to stop this thing from making noise because it's that. I think a little bit of duct tape and flex seal will do the trick. <laughs> this thing is actually <laughs> insane. Is about to make his millies. Phil Swift is about to make his millies. No oh bullshit. yeah, dude. SCP is about to buy all of it. SCP is about to buy all of his flex tape. <laughs> no leaks. You imagine, bro. <laughs> imagine flex tape is what stops a Leviathan. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised. If I Phil saw Swift that in the news, I'd be man. having a one-on-one conversation with Phil Swift about buying his company and everything he owns because he's a Can hero. I buy some stock, bitch. Can I buy your socks off your feet right now? Like, you're I a said hero. Stock, you fucking moron. I know you said stock. I said socks. His sweaty socks. Those hero socks. I socks. want them. <laughs> I can't stand you, dude. But yeah, dude, you. that shit is kind of crazy. Yeah, especially because, like, the Leviathans that uh, Sal was referring that I know of is in Subnautica because there's Leviathan-class creatures that it's over a certain length or whatever. And uh, the Leviathans that are in fucking Subnautica are already terrifying enough. But one that's yeah. 8 fucking thousand kilometers long? And you also have to think, what? this is how I'm, like, picturing it in my head. They're referring to the Could you see? Cataclysmic Could you imagine damage. seeing that thing underwater? That's my point. They talk about the cataclysmic events like earthquakes, tsunamis, etc. Imagine you're in a submarine. You're underwater. You're just chilling. You're cruising along. You think you got a big old fucking submarine underwater. Then that fucker pulls up on you. And like the thing is, is it's so big that if it was swimming with its mouth open, you wouldn't know it's entering its mouth. No. You would be in there like, yo, where's the signal? That shit's gone. And you turn around the light behind you, you go, it's gone. Imagine, <laughs> or imagine, bro, you're in there, you're just swimming, and you go through like its small intestines and shit, and then you just exit out of its fucking butthole. Whoa, where'd this slip and slide come from? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it pink in here? <laughs> oh yeah. my god, this coral reef is crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> you see some dolphins <laughs> and putting kids in there? <laughs> Imagine the Leviathan in the concrete jungle. 
<laughs> Yo, that thing's winning. You think so? You think it's taking okay. a hippo? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Swallowing that thing. It's swallowing the whole roster. <laughs> the whole fight's taking place in the Leviathan. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we were talking about thinking that we uh, we need a Goku, right? Thinking that we need a Goku to take on this Leviathan. Do you have a Goku? Boy, do I have a uh, boy, do I have the SCP for you? Oh shit! This is called SCP seventy six. Uh, its name is Abel, and it is an, another thing comprised of two entities. But Abel is the name of the person that's in it. That's the, what they call it. So basically, it is a stone cube. Um, and it's it's kind of a small cube or whatever, and it has chains and a fucking single door frame with like circular like locks going around in a circle with it. Mm-hmm. And inside of the cube, there is a stone tomb with chains and locks wrapped around it, extending from the four corners or from the four sides of the room. Um, inside of it is a, tw- a man that appears to be in his 20s with dark hair, gray eyes, and a shit ton of tattoos of the arcane and occult variety. Um, the cube itself is extremely secure. The person exi- inside is technically dead. Though occasionally it will reanimate with all vi- with all the vital processes needed to sustain a living, what the a living human being. Yep, and will try to escape its cube. You have to stop it at all costs. And if it does escape, it will seek contact with the first human being it finds and chase it down, ignoring all other living things in the room. If it encounters said human, it will enter a state of rage and beat the absolute living shit out of every human in sight. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, it has incredible superhuman abilities such as strength and speed, as well as an extreme resilience to pain. It is vulnerable in the same way that a human is, so it can die from fucking heart. Like it can be shot in the heart and killed. It, it can be killed in normal ways a human can. Yeah. Except it doesn't give a fuck about logic. Um, Three bullets, you still so, moving? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, it just doesn't give a single fuck about what sort of pain it's in. Examples to describe what kind of shit this guy does. Oh, God. Ripping through reinforced steel doors over the course of four minutes of sustained assault. Clearing a distance of 64 meters in under three seconds. Taking multiple 50 cal BMG rounds to the head and surviving several minutes after to continue killing. Surviving over an hour long without oxygen before asphyxiation. And the subject's most unique ability is it materializes bladed weapons out of nowhere. Apparently, it pulls it from uh, a small hole in the space and time. This man is Asta. Black material. This man is Asta. (laughs) This man is Asta. And rapidly vanishes after leaving the subject's possession. Once killed, the subject will will disintegrate, and the coffin and cube will be slammed shut, chains and locks re-engaged to its closed state, and the body of uh, the body will reform with um for like it'll reform in six to 25 hours this man is goku and asta 50 50 cal bmg rounds to the fucking dome that man is straight asta he has no abilities besides speed and strength and he formulates blades out of nowhere come on who does that remind you of that is exactly asta dude this man's pain resilience is fucking that's fucking crazy yeah (laughs) this guy is sick he will chase down the first human he sees ignoring all other life and beat the shit out of it imagine being the the first human it sees could you imagine like like, you're in a room black air force energy the scp 
just picture this. You're in a room with 20 people. It breaks free, opens the door, and glances at you first. 20 people! And you're the chosen one to get shit fucked up. <laughs> you're the chosen one to get fucked up, and then it's gonna start a whole riot. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying to think about. Like, imagine a person like that exists. I do. Like, somebody with that much black Air Force energy. I'm right here. Literally just pulls up and beats the shit out of everybody. I, I you taking 50 BMG rounds to the oh, head? for sure. And then surviving to beat the shit out of more people? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. My pain resilience goes crazy. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Italian. I'm not hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that kind of wraps it up for an idea. Do we... Uh, I don't know what, what kind of time frame we're at. I we're about like an hour. Minutes. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we probably don't have time. <laughs> Let me pull up uh, this this scp uh that i was gonna talk about uh basically what's been happening is every time you listen scp i look it up on my phone and keep it kind of get an also description of it but this shit's crazy the scp foundation is one of the craziest things that i have ever like looked into yeah um where the fuck is it at did I find it? Is that it? No, I will say, I think the stream may have just crashed. Okay. Do you think so? It it's, looks like it's coming back now, but it definitely crashed for a short period of time. But I uh, clicked start recording. So, you know, hopefully um, when I, I could download this video, uh, kind of merge it together with what I recorded. So. Okay, we'll, we'll have to see. All right. So basically, I found it. Um, there is another class that's kind of unique to all the others. This is called a thaumiel. Thaumiel, or fuck if I know. But basically, a thaumiel is, um, it helps, it's an SCP that helps contain other SCPs in a way, or is beneficial to the foundation. So this one was called uh, Saul Cesar, some shit like that. I did actually glance at this because uh, it had a different logo. Um, Saul, 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 Saul Suser, something like yeah, that, right? One seventy nine. It's uh, it was definitely an interesting one. I was trying to take a look at all the ones. Like, there's the pink ones. I don't even know what those were. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm actually okay. gonna find so a pink is, one. While you read off this, so this is a humanoid entity located uh at a constant distance of approximately forty thousand kilometers from the South Polar region. And the solar fo- photosphere locked to the rotation axis of Sol. However, it does not orbit. The most recent recordings of SCP-179 uh, indicate that it remains in a continuous orbit around the center of the galaxy. Uh, through the combined effort of 43 years of continuous surveying, the external appearance of 179 has de- been defined as a human female of undetermined ethnic group or between, uh, oh, and between 20 and 40 years of age. Its entire body is surfaced and composed of a black, a matte black material. Its hair appears to be composed of the same material and is 34 kilometers long and is constantly pushed away by the solar wind. However, this uh, this part of the SCP-179 seems to reflect the variable amounts of sunlight, the reflection being the phenomenon that is indicated in existence to Foundation as astrophysicists during the 1940s. Several markings of or tattoos are placed throughout the body uh, bodily midline. Judging from their brightness, these markings might be a metallic composition and of golden hue. 
These tattoos include several sim symbols that have been identified as those typically representing the sun and six innermost planets of the solar system, according to the medieval alchemy, including in this order. The symbol of gold is the subject's forehead right underneath the hairline. The symbol of mercury under the nose, uh, circling both lips. The symbol of copper between me medial ends of the clavicles. Uh, oh, this there's a data expunge for level uh, four clearance. Yeah, I did Cogni actually read this. Cognito hazard, uh, cognito, cognito hazard detected with human and anatomically correct shape of a human heart placed over the location where a heart would be in a female body. Um, the symbol of iron in the upper abdominal region, the symbol of tin in the lower abdominal region. The final symbol is in the pelvic region, while the anatomy of this region makes it clear, uh, makes its clear observation difficult. It has been hypothesized that the symbol of lead is also present and complete in the perineum region. Um, let me see where I can find. Okay, here we go. Archive warning. Uh, this has been reclassified from safe to thaumiel. All involved personnel with a clearance level uh, will either be promoted or reassigned to fit this new classification, depending on other relevance for the continuated surveillance and cover-up operations as directed by the head uh, researcher of the SCP-179. All reassigned personnel will subject to polymoth 08 memory redaction therapy or D-class anesthetics in high dosage grade with maximum retrograde effect of 10 years of experience. What the fuck? <laughs> unit. And that all just depends on how much time he spent with that SCP. Yeah. Um, be advised that unauthorized access to 179 research materials will be considered a type 3 offense, unauthorized data management while lacking appropriate global clearance, punishable by compulsory memory redaction therapy with immediate reassignment or demotion. So it it says it has a memetic defense agent. And it really doesn't go into much detail as to what it does, um, other than the fact that it's clearly helpful in some yeah. way. So that's what the Thaumiel, um class is. It's just helpful to the foundation. Yeah, it, so, it, it helps in ways. So I do... It looks like... Go ahead. What's up? Oh, I was gonna say it looks like a. It looks like it helps with particular missions or an attempt to study cis Mercury in space and orbits that go through it, huh? So they okay. have um, they have safe Euclid and Keter. They also have Thaumiel, yep. which is helpful to the Foundation. And I actually did pull up one just now. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the pink ones. It is a uh, esoteric. Are these declassified? They are oh, what? They're classified. Um, object class esoteric. There's some that are classified and they're the red triangle outline that you can't access on there. Um, but basically this is, uh, I don't think it's necessarily an SCP. I'm, I'm interested, but on the side here, it's neutralized. So it's, it's gone now, but uh, it's called Dixie Funland, and it looks like a small amusement park. And it was actually purchased by the foundation with a standard containment okay. warehouse constructed around it. So they bought the land, put a, uh, warehouse around it and it's a structure located within the former town of so this is all there Asheville, florida oh, of course it's in fucking florida uh records recovered from the local government government indicate it was constructed sometime between 1955 and 1957 interior is in permanent state of degradation degradation with all attempts of maintenance degradation. or restoration being unsuccessful 
Uh, so basically, it contains a large number of devices, aka rides for children. Uh, they've got a carousel, a stage with a set of four animatronic figures, and a variety oh, of midway five games. Freddy's all over again. Yeah. <laughs> um, during initial containment, all these devices were fully functional. They were all uh, maintenance was performed by humanoids, and they they also operated the devices that are inside of uh, Dixie Funland. Okay. And then humanoid automatons composed of painted copper started. What? So the humanoids that were controlling Dixie Funland then became humanoid humanoid automatons. So animatronics. Yes. Models of animals that were attached to the carousel would move autonomous. I can't say that word. Autonomously. Autonomously. Thank you. Uh, animatronics were shown to be able to engage previous pre-uscent subjects in conversation. Food and drink were produced without a source. Midway games would emit vocalizations complimenting users. Oh, there was a fucking source. There was a source. Yeah. You just don't like where it came from. (laughs) The animatronic band was composed of four machines playing different instruments. Once per hour, they would play a set of popular songs from 1957 to uh, 1960. When not playing, these animatronics could communicate with subjects observing them and were capable of conducting basic conversation. Notably, vocalizations produced in this manner were shown to be unique, with logs compiled between 1959 and 61, showing that no conversation had been repeated. So every day they've had a new conversation, never repeated the same thing for uh, about three years. Um, That's insane. Apparently, following incident SCP-821-A, all instances were destroyed or removed. And then after that, it it began... Uh, rapid structural deterioration. So it seems like the stuff that was there from the beginning, once it was removed, it was it, the whole source of it started to de- deteriorate because then there's there's new devices that were contained and they began to function erratically, showing much more dangerous properties that had been observed. It's no longer safe to so it do its structural damage, and it's no longer safe because the band became aggressive, the carousel became aggressive, the animals on the carousel started biting subjects that approached. The what the fuck? So it was like a like a fuck. It's, it's kind of like if a band like how a band works, like they're all great when they're all together, but as soon as one person leaves, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah, pretty like much. That kind of level. So I'm not exactly sure what got taken out. They don't say what they took out. But all instances from their first phase were destroyed and removed. And that's when there was a rapid structural deterioration. And then everything inside of it. So there must have been another carousel. Either they tried to restore it with a different carousel, new band, etc. And all that stuff started functioning Dude, erratically. Said, fuck you. Pretty much Dixie okay. Funland was like, what the fuck, man? Bars. Um... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and then some of the portions of S- the original that were capable of speech, they became highly apologetic. So like the things that were originals there weren't aggressive. They were highly apologetic to things that were injured and they were trying to assist people who had been injured. So like the things that the new, you know, the carousel, the animals on there that were biting people, um, different people on the band, the automatron- automatronics that were attacking people, the other, you know, speed, the... Um, other originals that were vocally 
active were now Capable. apologizing. They were. It's very interesting, actually. Okay, so it was like a virus then, almost. Like as soon as you put something new in, everything kind of just fell apart. Like the the original things were fine, but anything new that was put in there just was like some Five Nights at Freddy's curse yeah. type shit. It seems like all the new okay. things just couldn't react well within SCP Eight Twenty One. Yeah, it was it was meant to be a self contained thing, not outside things allowed. And I guess um, they ended up taking they ended up buying this because children aren't interested in old places like this because you have new you know amusement parks and arcades and this is like yeah, a very old like uh rundown you know little carousel animatronic band and games it's not that's all that there was there to attract um but yeah so they ended up buying this and uh things went to shit pretty much five nights at freddy's happened I, that's one thing I never want to happen. I think that's the craziest shit ever. Dude, I would fucking shit my pants. Ooh, 100%. 1,000%. Okay, so I wanted to, and I, I don't know if you know what what the entirety of neutralized meant as a class. Um, I Gone. remember talk, showing this. So neutralized can mean a plethora of different things. Oh, really? Uh, basically, it's, yeah, it, it's neutralized in the sense that it was either killed, disappeared, lost, uh, it lost its anomaly, so like uh, there's like SCPs like dogs that could fucking talk or you know like some crazy shit like that, anymore. and then all of a sudden it lost the ability to talk. It was destroyed. Uh, it's 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 a very broad category of neutralized, okay. and so it's so, not necessarily like, like you were saying, neutralized dead. No, yeah, it wasn't mean that it was killed. It could have been killed, or it could have died, or you know, it could have been any number of things. Um, but that is. It's a very broad subject, so Dixieland would fit in there because it was pretty much eaten from the inside and was no longer functional. Yeah. But I just wanted to inform you and the viewers as well. And then there's this, there's like the couple that are um, neutralized, and that's it. That's like that's what the red outline is, just neutralized. They no longer have anything um, on them. Are you talking about the... Are you talking about the... You said the red outline. I thought that was the one that's been hidden from us. No, actually, the, I just went and I'm looking at it. So like, oh, okay, SCP-356 okay. auto interrogation is a red outline. It's neutralized, uh, as well as the song so Genesis. There's, I'm really interested on the first SCP. The first SCP is the is blocked and you can't access it at all. Yeah. So it's because there is no official number one. Um, it's been theorized by people. Uh, what the first SCP was. Mm -hmm. I believe one of the ideas is actually an Ikea store, um, which is funny because, you know, the whole saying is when you go into Ikea, you get fucking lost in there. Um, in that case, there's an SCP for uh, Ikea, which is you get lost in there and you go in and you never come out again. It, so almost as if like the, the um, infinite maze I was talking about, the infinite labyrinth I was talking about earlier, yes. where you don't come out. Yeah. There's also... Exactly. Infinite Forest that I read up on that was one of my uh, Euclid's it's the same same situation um, but that one was actually interesting because it's not actually infinite it's a small region when you enter as you move basically when they GPS track them uh, and they were testing this because this this is one that I want to talk about because I did have information on it when they were inside okay. and walking so their GPS would say they're here now, say you're on a bike and you're moving uh, 15 miles an hour and you're walking, move five. If you're in there yeah. on a bike, 
and you're going and it, and you're normally in the outside you'd be going 15 miles an hour when you're in there it'll shrink to like one mile an hour because it's not actually infinite you're moving at 50 miles an hour but the actual space is making like warping time to where you're moving like on the outside world it doesn't seem like you're moving out of there interesting so it's like you're oh wow that's kind of cool it messes with like the, the whole time paradox yeah. the whole space-time continuum and changes alters everything and you can't you can't get out of it there's no out the only way to get them out yeah they have to fly in above an aerial you know um recovery basically helicopters interesting they pick them up and take them back out because if you're i believe there's a height to it so there's not like it's when you enter from the ground everything goes to shit it's fucked but if you enter from above it's fine yes because you can track them in the gps land on them pick them up and when you fly back out the whole entire forest surrounding it is the exact same mimic the exact same way the only difference is the forest inside of the infinite forest has no life at all there's no plants Besides trees, there is no plants, there's no fungus, there's no animals, there's no people. There is no life at That's all besides the trees. And I guess huh. the surrounding forest has no fog at all. When you're flying above, there's no fog anywhere. When you get inside, it's a thick fog that you can't see anything. It's actually, like, kind of crazy. Yeah, that's scary. That's why, like, <laughs> that's, that's, we're going to separate this no into baby. parts because we went over, what, five each? We literally went six over six. Each? Not even six each. We did three each. Oh, yeah. But, and then each. we did, uh, well, you, yeah, you did Thaumio and I did the Esoteric. And then we both did, uh, what did, you talked about, oh, yeah, you talked about Thaumio and I just talked about this one. So, really, yeah, we talked about, uh, yeah. But uh, in terms of number one, it is very, it's, it's not known what the first SCP is. Uh, there are also some that have been declined and, uh, removed from the SCP list. One example is Siren Head. I don't remember what, uh, scp number it was but it was removed and eventually declined but if you don't know what siren head is there's an entire game based on siren head but it was an scp at one point but yeah number one is not known it's been theorized you've never seen siren head yo that was that was an scp yeah it was at one point but i think it was removed from the story probably because the game was released gotcha they probably bought out the uh rights to it yeah, maybe. Or, you know, whatever the case is. But yeah, Siren Head was a thing. Um, and it wasn't SCP, but it was removed. There are there are plenty of them. Uh, there's actually a way you can report. you. So since it is a creative writing, um, you can actually submit your own SCP. It has to be in a particular format. It has to be, you know, really well thought out, how it ties into the story. You know, it's a whole number of things. But you can, if you are good enough to do it, you can obviously submit your own and help write the story of the SCP Foundation. And so you don't know who wrote what or how many writers there are. And that's what I think is so insane. Um, which kind of ties into my question. Do you think you're going to ask it has the thing I was going to ask? Real? Okay. Here's the thing. Do you think it's real. Um, here's what I'm going to say. There is 7,000 SCPs. All right. right. 7,000 SCPs. As we SCPs, know of right now. As, exactly. As we know of right now. Some, you know, whatever, neutralized. Here's my view on it. Some of these things, let's look at the infinite forest that you go in and you, that's, this is the reason why I brought this up because it's going to tie into my argument. Now, infinite forest, you go in and you can't get back out right now. My first thoughts of reading that forest. True. 
But here's the thing. Here's my thought. The first thing that is real that came to my thought is the suicide forest. Right? Yep. The you suicide forest, you go in and you never come out. Um, obviously, some people do come out, but a lot of the times you go in and you never come back. Come back. Um, Aye. So how can we say that any of these are fakes? I know some of them may be stories. Some of them may be not possible. But the Leviathan, for some example. Of them are based off true events. It, it, that, that's another thing. Is like the yeah, Infinite it's Forest. Like, it's a whole thing. What if they just <laughs> took the Suicide Forest awful. and made it into an SCP and named it something else? The Leviathan. The Leviathan, yeah, it's massive. So people would think, oh, you'd be able to see it. We haven't discovered... Almost all of the ocean. We have no yeah, clue like what is in there. Or like it's like 87% we haven't discovered. Exactly. Like 80, and it's, I think it's in the 80%. I, I, I could have sworn it was 95, but I might be wrong. Yeah, it's something to look up later. It's, but a large majority of the ocean yes. we don't know about yet. So how could we say, like anything underwater, I will never take off the table. If somebody says that there is this and this underwater, I'll never tell you you're wrong because there's so much we don't know about the ocean. And what we've never discovered that you, think, nobody can think ever about say. Fucking Siberia. Siberia is like complete, almost completely uninhabited. They pay people in Russia to move to Siberia because nobody wants to fucking live there. It's an ice. It's literally an ice tundra. Yeah, but imagine since if that nobody's all been there. What kind of fucking crazy shit is there? Another thing too that I I think is interesting, like something that you also need to take into mind when it comes to creatures. A lot of creatures, if you take them out of their normal habitat and you put them somewhere else in the wild, they will develop certain things that will make them survive. They create new habits. They adapt to the situation they're in. If you take something um, out of the heat, you know, out of something that, that's usually always in the jungle and the hot and the desert, and you put them in Siberia and the ice, they're going to adapt to certain situations while keeping their same molecular structure and same habits that they've already had in the past. So they're just... Hey, what's the word? Uh, fuck, what's it? Pokemon? What do they uh, do? Can... Evolve. Evolve. Yeah, they start evolving. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Dude, there's just too many thoughts going through my head. I just uh, I can't do small words. But that's a big thing. Is like there's so many different theories and like certain things evolve. So how can you say any creatures are not true or any of these? Like I genuinely think the SCPs are real. I also like Do you the think fact the foundation is real? Yeah, yeah. I think the foundation is real. And the reason why I say that, okay, because creative writers, I, I like the idea. And now here's the thing, Logan. If you're a company, right, that wants to stay classified with everything, and you offer that people can create SCPs, write them up, and turn them in. People can write these up, turn them in, and now you have real lying within stories. Because you're going to have the writers who turned them in knowing, oh shit, this shit's fake. But is it really? Is it really? Because the readers will think it's just creative writing, but the people who wrote them or the people like the, the people the who wrote itself? them, the foundation is the only people that know. The people who wrote the SCPs, think about that, Logan. The people who wrote the SCPs are turning them in as fictional stories. And when they see that their SCP that they not? wrote... But what if they are, and it's fakes hiding within the real? If you take, there's 7,000, right? If you take 1,000 of them and make them fictional stories, you have 1,000 writers to say, that's my story, that's my story, that's my story. 
Not even a thousand people saying but that there's fictional the stories, stories. What if the stories that the people wrote are based off events that they experienced themselves? That's also true. And it will be, and it's also it's proposed as a creative writing thing. That's my. It's point. all just like an elaborate plan. Oh fuck me, dude! Or what if all the people who are writers are just in the SCP? There's foundation? no, there's no writers. All the people who write real stories get declined, and it's just because they never say it's they accept just them all. The SCP. Exactly. They did. No, a lot of them do get declined. Exactly. You can have a super crazy thought out story, turn it in, and get declined because yours is fake, and they only put reels in there. But there's got to be an author out there. That's like, yeah, I wrote that. But oh, I'm, I'm sure how would is. you know the truth? <laughs> because I could say that I have 30 of them in there because I do. I wrote five of these SCPs. I'm never going to tell you which ones I wrote, but I wrote five of them. I'm going to ask after, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask after the podcast. If it has anything to do with an Italian, I probably wrote it. The Linguini Attacks. <laughs> <laughs> But the the true like, chef's kiss. It's just it's tough for me to say. I'm big on conspiracy theories. Um, I also play devil's advocate and kind of preach the opposite of what people want to preach. So if they're gonna say it's a fictional story, I'm gonna say it's not. I'm gonna say it's real. That's the way I am. I will say here's not an argument. I think we are naive to think that we are alone. Oh world. yeah, no. If, if the, like we talked about the ocean, think about space, think about how large space is. We have no clue what the fuck is out there. No fucking fuck clue, up, dude. We have no idea. So it's just like you said, it's Our very naive to think we're alone. So minuscule, too, dude. Like in the comparison of wide space, our galaxy is nothing. And another thing too, when people talk about aliens, they think that aliens are gonna resemble humanoid creatures with not. If you come to Earth, there are humans. You've got different types of animals: land and sea, air. How are you going to say that in space there isn't something that resembles a dog or yeah, something? What? Like, that, we're or only thinking... It's an 8,000-kilometer-long fucking thing in South America just chilling out exactly. having a vacation. And we're we are so fixated at that an alien is something that has knowledge and it resembles a humanoid. Thing. Like, no, yo, there could be way different types of aliens. Literally. Just like there are so on much. Earth. Like, that's that's another thing. Like, like <laughs> it, mm, it depends on your imagination, I guess. <laughs> I have a really broad imagination and a very open mind when it comes to these kind of things. Like, I'm very open to the idea of comp- conspiracy theories, and I think that's why I find them so fascinating. I take and conspiracy I think theories and I'll argue them to the rest of death. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's why I grew so attached to the SCP Foundation so quickly is because of just the entire idea of it. And the fact that it's go- gotten so much popularity, like, even recently. I mean, at least for me, I didn't really see anything about it until recently. Um, I didn't know anything about it like, until you told me. Yeah, and like the whole containment breach game, uh, that came out in like 2012. So this that game is old, but like at the same time, it got a lot of popularity within the last couple of weeks. Um, gamer like video, uh, big YouTubers and streamers are playing it. Um, so it, it's gaining that popularity because of that. And now all of a sudden, they have the spotlight on them, and it's it's sparking an idea. Like, is this shit fucking real? Here's the thing. Another thing I will say. When people create fictional stories, nine times out of ten, their fictional stories are based off of something else, like based off of true events. They'll uh, exaggerate it to where it's a fictional fictional story. Yeah, like say say you take a fictional story of this huge world-ending 
uh, catastrophe. You're going to take things that actually happen, uh, earthquakes, tsunamis, etc., and now you're going to put them on a fucking way larger scale, right? Now, it's a fictional story because maybe it didn't happen, right? Maybe it did, but you leave it up to perspective. But yeah. you're taking things that have happened and using them as just an inflated part of your story. So when I look at the things that, they, that SCP has, a lot of it is like the writers are obviously, or either, sorry, not obviously, either really fucking creative or they've witnessed this shit. Because some of the things on there, my brain could never, never imagine that shit off the dome. Yeah, I could not even think. Like, the stories and the elaborate plan exactly. of things happening, It like, it's insane to think about. Like, to even think that you could be that creative. Like, I consider myself a pretty creative and inventive person, mm. but not anywhere to the degree of being able to creative or creatively create a creature of some sort, extraterrestrial or not, that does something on this class and ties into an entire elaborate story and develop its own class and you know like whatever the fucking whatever it is and also tie it into a store a largely other created story that's still being added onto to this day there's no way not not for me we could go back to the other argument too but like to add on to this like aliens right like i said people perceive them as a human humanoid like thing with knowledge now, you're telling me that all these people that write these SCPs can create this crazy fucking monster, crazy situation, but nobody can sit there and have a creative enough mind to change what an alien looks like in a story? Think about that. Yeah. It's, aliens have the same, no way. almost the same exact uh, characteristics in everybody's story. They may not be lined up perfectly, but every time they're a humanoid with some type of knowledge. And maybe they have, you know, extra arms, legs. But there is nothing that ever changes complete characteristics of it, like the SCP Foundation does. Yeah, there's there's always a similarity between it and like the the fact seven fucking thousand different. You see what I'm saying? Creatures now. and beings. Because if somebody tells you like, this and- is what an alien looks like, you'll continue to go with that. I'd believe it. Now the SCPs, I'll believe it. They change all the all the characteristics of half these things are a whole different ball game. They're totally different. Um, I guess some yeah. things are like fictional that they're maybe already have a background on, like the Leviathan, for example. It already has a background on it. Uh, different things have depicted what it kind of looks like, so you can kind of go off yeah, that. Yeah, religions and things. But it, yeah. certain SCPs have totally different characteristics out of nowhere. Now, you, you either have the craziest imagination in the world, but yet people can't change what an alien looks like, or you've witnessed it. That's, that's all I could be, lead to believe to. I just think that we're, like I said, bro, we're naive to think that we're the only people out there. And if you think that, you should definitely fucking check yourself because. Oh, 100%. If you think that aliens don't exist, if you think that ghosts don't exist, if you think that different creatures don't exist, you think that crazy shit in the ocean doesn't exist, you are tripping. Now, I'm not going to sit here and be like some cuckoo person. I'm not going to sit here and act like some cuckoo uh, conspiracy theorist, but. There is just so much unknown. You can't possibly just, that's a very little brain moment. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. If yeah, you can't think that's that there's more. That's definitely fucking smooth brain. Yes, you to 100%. Do. There's just too much unknown for you to say that there's nothing. Yeah, for sure. But. Jesus fuck, dude. This has been, <laughs> this has been a really in-depth podcast. There will be multiple parts. 
do uh dude this is gonna be so fun to do um i don't think we should do it like back to back to back though. oh no 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 i think we're gonna push it push it in the past uh in the future um kind of talk about some other things in the meantime but um but this was really fucking fun oh i had had a a lot of fun doing the research and that's you know coming together with you that's a big thing with this podcast i think we've i've said it on almost every one uh this is not your normal podcast we are researching things we are looking into things and that takes a big part like a big part of that is I don't even know how to word this. A big Passion. part of that makes this, yeah, more fun for us because we're putting in that time. Like, you could ask Logan. We were sending each other different SCPs. I downloaded three different fucking games on my computer. Yeah, no bullshit. He was telling, I was like, dude, stop fucking playing. I want there to be some sort of surprise to this. <laughs> like, I was telling him, stop fucking doing it. <laughs> it's just so interesting. And I, I've always been a person who loves conspiracy theories. And this is like yeah, a different too. ball game of them. And like I said, dude, I put more time and research into this, this alone, than any of the other previous research that we did before. And I had, I think that we were both more informed while doing so. Yeah. In this, than any of our other previous podcasts. And like we always had said, we're continuing to grow and learn how to talk. And you know, Sal was having some fucking stutter. All right, all right, but listen, I have that happen. But we are getting better. I don't want to come on here and have an Italian accent the whole time because then I'll talk smooth. But I, people are going to be like, yo, this guy, is, they're going to start calling me Mario. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. Well, it does say professional Italian in our description. I know, but how professional Italian can I be? Because if I start going on a rant and I start going and the Italian comes out, I'll say everything like it was smooth like butter. <laughs> I'm going to say. But, yeah. As SL said, dude, I'm having a blast doing this and this podcast is going to continue to grow along with us. Um, we're con- we're constantly getting better and you know bouncing more ideas off each other. It's gonna get better as time goes on. Um, I'm yeah, I'm completely ecstatic to just be able to do something like this and be able to share it with the world. And on top of that, I think with this podcast, we've definitely surpassed our limits. Um, and we are now on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. You can find us uh, WDB Podcast on all three of those um yep same logo same everything same everything um you can find us on twitter at wdb wdb cast on the bluebird app yep and uh you can find both of us on the bluebird app mancini xo and it's logs with three z's yep itz log zzz brothers yep you can uh follow same thing with twitch and uh you know the stream we're eventually going to move this to its own twitch um that's yet to come but as I said earlier in the podcast, if you are still here listening on any, you know, podcast service we have, uh, and you want to get it, get it. If you want to catch it a couple days early, we do stream this on Thursday nights. Um, I'm thinking we might Hi. start putting this out on Sundays just so you can get a couple day early if you do want to come to the stream. It gives an incentive to come here. Um, I do know that a lot of you guys probably like listening. It's easier that way, and I understand that. But if, you know, you're free on a Thursday night and you do want to come uh, check out the podcast, we will be here. So uh, twitch.tv slash MXNCI9. Yeah, and it also gives you a chance to uh, directly contact or talk to us while we're in the stream. Exactly. We might not answer all of them, but it is a way to interact with us and you can see our faces. You know, obviously that's kind of a, be- a benefit because we're both pretty hot. Um, For him. Uh, I'm not going to debate with you on that because you know the answer. Uh, but yeah, definitely be on the lookout. Uh, if you if you are in the Twitch stream and have not followed us on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, or the YouTube channel, you can't forget about that either. Uh, make sure you guys go and do that, and vice versa for the audio listeners. Come check us out on Twitch at MX, MXNCINI. Uh, 
um yeah we're, we're pretty hot uh it gives you an incentive to be here you get to see everything kind of live and you get you know a couple extra 10 seconds and it'll casually develop into more incentives and more incentives as we kind of go on but yep. right now this is what we got um yeah and i will say just <laughs> to just to top this all off um if you do listen on any other platform you watch on any other platform uh be sure to check us out you know anything that you i know you may listen on spotify only but if you have an apple podcast account and you want to drop a follow or anything like that any support does help us um you don't have to primarily listen or watch it on a certain thing but uh like i said the the um support does help uh anything we can get so once again i appreciate and you. also rate us on itunes please god oh yeah <laughs> drop a rate <laughs> give we us need the five, five stars, stars. Come on, yeah, five bro. stars. I want to be I want to be top on Apple Podcasts. I want to pass the Misfits. I want to pass everybody. One day. So definitely. One day uh, we'll be there. Yeah, we'll get there. But um, <laughs> all right, that's uh, episode four down. So thank you guys for all tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Adios. Bye. Bye.